the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, if you've not been following the news, then uh, this may be news to you, but coming up in just a little over five hours, if the Senate doesn't come up with something to uh, continue funding the government, there'll be a government shutdown uh, here uh, in the United States. And this time it will be promoted by the uh, the Democrats, uh, Chuck Schumer, uh, from what I understand, has been gathering votes uh, from Democrats to uh, keep anything from passing uh, so that uh, the government will shut down. Uh, Congressman uh, Bruce Westerman is joining us uh, by phone from Washington, D.C. And, Congressman, what's going on? What's the latest that you all are hearing now? Oh, we're just waiting on the Senate, Dave. It's good good to be with you. and uh, Glad to hear Thunderstruck back on your your intro there. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta love that. Yeah. Um, no, the house has done its job. We've passed a continuing resolution that's got funding for, uh, the children's health insurance program. It's got, uh, and it extends that for six years. Um, you know, we passed it back in November. The Senate's had it since November. Their states are going to lose funding for that at the end of January. So there, that's a critical deadline that's out there. You've also got the um, medical device tax <clears throat> that uh, if we don't extend uh, not collecting that, then people are going to start paying the metal device, device tax off of uh, the Affordable Care Act at the end of January, and also the Cadillac tax on insurance plans. So there's um, a lot of stuff in there, uh, but the main thing is it funds the government <clears throat> and it uh, gives us a chance to work on the the real funding, which, again, the House passed that back in September before the first funding deadline uh, got here on September 30th. We passed 12 appropriation bills that we took through the Appropriations Committee. They were on the floor for debate. People could offer amendments and uh, you know, we sent them over to the Senate in time to fund the government, and here we are in the middle of January. The military is being held hostage uh, by Senate Democrats. The Children's Health Insurance Program is being held hostage by Senate Democrats. Government employees uh, are wondering if they're going to be furloughed or what's going to happen because of uh, Senate Democrats. So, um, you know, I'm, my our family dog died this week i was supposed to go home and bury him tomorrow but i'm sitting here in washington dc waiting on senate democrats yeah it seems to me that uh you know schumer wants to blame you all the republicans on and we're going to be talking about the senate side but it it sounds to me that it's schumer that's i mean this is a schumer shutdown isn't it absolutely he needs to needs to own it i mean if he if on some principle if he wants to prioritize uh uh, illegal immigration uh, uh, and something that's got a deadline out there more than a month away that we're working on to fix that, 
if he wants to prioritize that over our military, over the children's health insurance program, and over keeping the government open, he's got a right to do that if they want to shut it down because of that. But don't blame Republicans for it. Okay, because, so uh, go ahead. Go ahead and finish we've, up. We've, he's got all the appropriation bills in the Senate for everything. And this isn't a continuing resolution. They could pull those appropriation bills up, pass them, and the government would be funded through September. Um, so uh, I think it's it's really sketchy when you're out there trying to blame uh, others when you're the one failing to take action. Okay, so here's my question, though. In the past, the media has always blamed the Republicans as the minority party of holding this up and forcing a shutdown to the to the brink. Uh, do you think the, that the media is going to blame the Democrats or are they going to figure out some way through pretzel logic to blame the Republicans? Oh, I fully expect they'll try to blame the Republicans. But I think, and I wasn't here when the last shutdown took place, but I think Republicans owned that. I don't think, uh, but here they're they're trying to shut it down and trying to shift blame to someone else. Yeah, what we're talking about going back to where Newt Gingrich and Clinton uh, got into a stare down and they shut the government down and, and it ended up hurting the Republicans and Newt. And it would be interesting to see if the same thing happens for Schumer and the Democrats. I think the Democrats... Now you tell me if I'm wrong, Congressman, but the Democrats are playing a dangerous game here. They think that the 2018 elections are theirs and that they're going to they're going to win the House is what they think and maybe win the Senate. I think that's a real pipe dream. Uh, the, yeah, they, they also thought we gave tax breaks to the rich and didn't help yeah. lower and middle income people and uh, lower and middle income people. A lot of them in Arkansas are already seeing the benefits of the tax cuts. And then they go on TV and say, well, you should have made these tax cuts permanent. Well, guess what? The reason they're not permanent it's is because, because of them. They, they wouldn't vote to make them permanent. And we're, we've got bills out there now uh, filed to make the tax cuts permanent. Let's see if they come out and vote for that. Yeah. Now, is are they not paying a, a dangerous game? I think as people get their paychecks in February and see more money in them, as they file their taxes and they get more money back, as, as you got that going, and they all voted against that, and now it looks like they're gonna, they may shut the government down. I think they're going to poison their well. What do you think? Um, I think it's a bad strategy as well. From my perspective, I, um, politically, from uh, from a Republican standpoint, it's a good strategy that they're they're doing all this stuff. But well, I agree for the country. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not for the country. So if if we we're going to keep our eyes on this, I appreciate that. Uh, you're calling in to kind of keep us up to date on what's going down. If the government shuts down, what can the listeners expect to happen? I'm, I'm glad you asked that, Dave, because um, I think a government shutdown under the Trump administration is going to be totally different than a government shutdown under the Obama administration. Okay. And I remember I was back in Arkansas when the government shut down the last time, uh, living over in Hot Springs. Uh, one of the things that happened was the Corps of Engineers went out and blocked off the boat ramps on Lake Washita. Oh, I remember this. Yeah. Yeah. So here you go. You spend all this effort and money to go block the boat ramps so people can't launch their boat in the lake. Uh, up here in D.C., I've heard stories where they uh, put barricades around the monuments on the mall and they put 
National Park Police on mounted patrol on the mall, keeping people off of the mall. So they they spent a lot of money <clears throat> to make a political statement that uh, Republicans shut the government down and Americans are paying for it. Uh, I think the Trump administration is going to be just the opposite of that. I think they're going to uh, do everything they can to provide as many services as they can and not cause any disruptions to American people during a shutdown. Yeah, well, that's but, the, now that's the way the Democrats always do it. They, they uh, when you say you got to cut something or do whatever, the first thing they say is, they, well, you know, if it's the Parks Department, for instance, they'll say, well, then we got to cut back the hours at the Washington Monument. Or in the case that you're referring to, remember when they set up the, the, the horses up around the World War II Memorial, and that's when we were flying people in from World War II to visit the World War II uh, Memorial, and they turned them away. Right. Yeah. Um, and got away with it. Yes. I think, I, think, I think people that paid attention to it, though, I think they keep that in the back of their mind that uh, that's not the way our government's supposed to, to operate. So yeah. you, you got World War II heroes. Maybe they're one chance to ever come to D.C. and see that uh, fantastic memorial out on the mall and getting turned away. Yeah, it's, it was, I think there were some of them that went around the barricades, too. Yes, they did. Correctly. And yeah. good for them. They're World War II vets, man. You don't want to well, mess with those people. That's right. You don't want to mess with them. They may be 80 and 90 years old. You don't want to mess with them. I'm just telling you that. So, okay, yeah. so you think that the the president will, um, you know, cut back in other areas so that uh, the services continue because they always attack the parks department and they shut down the national parks and all the rest. You think he'll keep that kind of stuff up? Uh, you said the chip program is uh, is been taken care of on the house side, needs to be taken care of on the senate side, uh, and then you got military pay and you've got some uh, government workers that need to be uh, paid as well, and and that's a CR that you're talking about, right? And you know. When you start talking about funding the the government, there's 12 appropriation bills that do that. Now, that's that's 12 appropriation bills that fund everything but Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security, a whole plethora, 82 or so social welfare programs, and interest on the debt. Um, those are already funded and on cruise control. We're talking about everything else, the mil- military, the VA, uh Park Service, um, Department of Ag, all of the all the other stuff, which is less than a third of the spending. But those appropriation bills have to originate in the House. We passed them all and sent them to the Senate in September. This is the bigger problem. Uh, it, in the past five years, there have been 60 of those bills go to the Senate, and z- zero of them have passed on time we've got a broken process in our budget process and the senate gets away with ignoring these bills and creating these deadlines and last minute negotiations uh just like right now chuck schumer is trying to work some backroom deal to get something in some funding bill and and try to uh, force that on us what the house has been really good at this year is being disciplined and not allowing the Senate to jam us and passing these continuing resolutions as much as we hate them and putting the onus back on the on the Senate. Um, you know, Nancy Pelosi will, uh, what, what the 
previous thing has been is she goes over and says, well, what do you need? Or how many votes do you need? And here's what we got to have to get the votes. Well, we're not allowing her that opportunity. She's not a she's not really in the conversations right now because mm. we're we're passing these with uh 218 Republican votes uh and we're taking Nancy out of the negotiating room. The Senate's not doing that with Chuck Schumer. And part of that is their rule that they have to have 60 votes to pass anything. Uh I wish they would change that rule and do a simple majority vote on appropriation bills at least. Or put in put in the rules before pre nineteen seventies when if you wanted to filibuster you had to go down on the floor debate and hold the floor. That's right. Uh, now they can they can be off playing golf somewhere and it takes sixty votes to go to debate. Yeah, not sixty votes to uh, to stop debate. Yeah, filibustering is not supposed to be an easy process. Right, and it's it's got its purpose. Its purpose is to protect the minority mm-hmm. and. Uh, I I respect the Senate as an institution, and, you know, I I even hate to talk about the Senate, but when we're over here in the House doing our job and they're not getting their job done, and it happens over and over and over, it's like Charlie Brown and Lucy with football. Uh, Something needs to change. Well, we appreciate your time, Congressman. Appreciate you coming on today and bringing us up to date. Uh, If nothing has changed, uh, I may be calling you on Monday and calling over and seeing if senators cotton and Bozeman want to come on and talk about this as well. But, uh, we appreciate you. We appreciate all the good work you've been doing and just keep up the great work. Yeah. And Dave, if you've got just a second, yeah. another thing, um, there's a classified memo out there that, uh, I read it last night and because it's classified, I'm very restricted on what I can say, but I will say, I think that memo needs to be made public. Um, and, I was somewhat appalled at, at reading it. So, can you say what it was? The, can you say what it was about? Well, it's it involves the FBI and and Department of Justice, and that's all I can say about it. Is it going to get made public? Well, there's a uh, uh, there's a push for the House to vote to declassify the memo uh, to take it out of top secret security clearance and then it would be made public the committee could release it uh if that happens is my understanding and there's a growing push from house members to have that vote to to declassify the memo yeah i know what you're talking about there's been there's been rumors about this i mean i I think you're talking about the dossier we'll we'll talk about we'll talk about that monday as well how's that Sounds good, Dave. You have a great weekend. Thanks, Cos. We appreciate it, Congressman. We'll talk to you later. Congressman Bruce Westerman, what's going on in Washington, D.C., keeping you up on that. Don't forget about Sunny's Auto Salvage, your number one choice for recycled auto parts. And that classified memo, I understand it's like an atomic bomb, okay? It's going to change everything around. Instead of hashtag Trump did it, it's going to be hashtag Hillary's in deep doo-doo. Uh, again, think about, uh, Sonny's auto salvage. If you need a transmission or you need a motor or you need a rear differential or whatever for your car, maybe you've got like, like me, my car is a 2010. Uh, I, I don't want to take it to the dealership and have them drop a brand new transmission in or whatever. Way, way, way too expensive, but I can call Sonny's auto salvage and get a hold of a transmission through a well-maintained total loss vehicle. 
either from their salvage yard or from one of the thousands of salvage yards that they're attached, you know, they're hooked up with by computer with. And then when that, that uh, transmission gets over to Sonny's, they will turn around and, uh, they'll put it in for me and they'll give me a three year, uh, you know, parts and labors warranty with unlimited miles. It's a great deal. They've got the people to do the work for you and all the, all the, things that go around it and to make sure that it runs the way it's supposed to run. So talk to RD and his people over at Sunny's Auto Salvage, 982-7451. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.